All right. Happy Monday afternoon. 3.38 is the time. It is July the 5th. And thanks for tuning in here to NL News Day. Following the terrifying situation that many in the Valley View and Juniper Ridge area had to go through on Thursday night, there are now a lot of questions being asked about emergency exits, emergency access. How do they get out of the area after being put on an evacuation order? Because people were waiting, you know, more than half an hour to try to get out. In fact, some people that decided to get out before the order even came down were still waiting long lengths of time. They tried to get ahead of the game, but yet there were so many other people doing the same thing that it really caused things to clog. So many conversations now taking place. How can things be improved? Safety. It's paramount. A couple of hours ago here, I caught up with Madison Cavalier. She's with the Juniper Ridge Community Association. And the first thing that I asked her for was her story. What happened on Thursday night to her? And, you know, how concerning is the situation since then? But we'll start with her story from Thursday night. It's kind of all, like, such a stressful, like, blur. Like, I I had some family that was in town visiting my sister with her two kids um, and we were all just hanging out. And then one of my neighbors comes like frantically running down the street and she's like, there's a fire. We have to get out. Like you got to pack up now. And it was kind of like, wait, what a fire. What are you talking about? And like one of our neighbor's house, you could see the flames from her like backyard coming up and we're like, Oh my gosh, like these winds are crazy. We have to get out now. And it took like in a span of like 10 to 15 minutes, we packed up like the four kids, our cats and our chickens and anything we could grab and we just kind of threw them in the van and and left and like by the time we got from you know we live on bella coola by the time we got from bella coola to Coppell, we um there's a huge lineup already of cars and people trying to leave uh east juniper and i would like we ended up having to sit um barely off of bella coola on Coppell for at least 25 to 30 minutes before even traffic started to move Um, I think everyone just kind of went into like a state of emergency, like we need to get out. And thankfully, once like the RCMP and the responders arrived, the flow of traffic moved a little bit better. And and, uh, they opened up like the other side of Coppell and were allowing people down, which was amazing to help, you know, alleviate some of that backed up traffic that was coming from the top. Uh, So about... Yeah, sorry. sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, about what time did you actually, you and your family, get in a vehicle and start making the decision to leave? I would say probably at about 10, like 9.45, 9.50, we were all packed and just decided to leave. And that was, you know, before there was any, you know, evacuation order in place, if I understand correctly. I'm trying to keep my times in order. But, um, you know, if you waited until that order came down, you would have been waiting even a lot longer than you had to. Yeah, so we just chose because we had young kids. We just chose that it was just safer for us to get out. Um, So we packed up the van and left, and my husband actually stayed behind with some other neighbors um, to, you know, kind of help out, assess anyone that needed to be, um, you know, done. We were watching a neighbor's house, so we were like, do do you want us to take your cats? Um, Kind of watching the fires, and then, but but once the evacuation order went, um, I had some friends that were stuck for like an hour and a half before they even moved off of Kicking Horse Drive, like, I couldn't imagine how much scarier it would have been if we just kind of waited a little bit longer until mm-hmm. they told us to leave. So, 
I mean, after going through all this, I mean, I, I'm sure it wasn't the absolute first thing on your mind. Safety and, and making sure everyone was accounted for would have been thing number one and, and wondering if any damage did occur. Thankfully, no structures were damaged in this fire. Very, very lucky that that was the case. But I guess about how long did it take to go from we're good, we're safe, everything's good, we're allowed to return home to holy smokes, we got to figure out how we can actually evacuate this area of, of Kamloops because clearly the, the proper... Uh, access channels, exit possibilities are just not available at this point in time. Oh, for sure. I feel like it was almost like immediate. I remember um, my sister was driving us out and I remember like being on the chat with other executives, like posting things, like letting them know that the emergency exits were open. And I feel like we've never really stopped thinking and like discussing ways to ensure that if this was ever to happen again, that we could do it so much more smoothly and everyone will be a lot safer than waiting for the Highland drive that was backed up as the only actual exit down. Yeah. I mean, Madison, have you been sleeping well over these last number of days or is this just something that's kind of been in the back of your mind now ever since? It's for sure been in the back of my mind. The first night we evacuated, we went to my husband's um, brother's place and we spent the night there. And then the next day, I just chose to stay again because I'm like, I don't want to have to do that again. But my first official night back, I was probably up a lot, like checking the Facebook page, checking the weather outside, making sure no other fires had happened while I was sleeping. Um, but it's definitely taken like a couple days to get back into my routine of like, okay, it's fine, you know, things like this happen. But I'm still, I'm definitely a lot more uh, stressed about how we would be able to leave again if something happened even close to Highland Drive next time. Now, uh, the Juniper Ridge Community Association obviously is going to be meeting later this evening to, to further this conversation about what can be done to improve things moving forward. But, you know, before going into that meeting, do you have like ideas of, of what could be improved or what could be uh, built in order to improve uh, the, the ability to exit more, more quickly should that thing arise? Obviously, it's not going to happen overnight, but, um, you know, is there any thoughts that are being proposed to the city as you kind of work through this petition that's out there? Obviously, a lot of support, a lot of concern. Concern, uh, but just curious if there's any, you know, physical thoughts about how it might work or if you're going to put that towards the city. Yeah, we, we've actually come up with some, like, short-term goals that we want to see happen, um, like, basically right away. And then, of course, some, like, longer-term goals that we'd like to see happen within the next couple years. Um, so, like, a lot of the short-term goals we're discussing is uh, keeping those gates open and unlocked during, especially during the summer, like, fire season, um, the ones that connect to Rose Hill as that extra sort of way out for everyone that lives in Juniper West to, to relieve some congestion. Um, and then uh, some emergency alert systems in place um, and then better, like along with better communication to all of the residents here and like a concrete emergency plan, like what would happen, where should you go, um, like, you know, what roads are closer to you. Um, and then probably one of the big ones too is definitely the traffic flow plan for Highland Road because there is only one way there's only one lane down the hill, but there's like two lanes up. So maybe figuring out like a better uh, way to keep the flow going so there's no stopping and it kind of is just a constant flow of traffic going down to make sure that everyone doesn't feel panicked and they exit safely. Those are the short-term ones, which makes sense. Yeah. Actually, before we get to the long-term ones, how unnerving yeah, sure. is it that that gate was locked back up so immediately afterwards too? I mean, that's that was shocking when I saw how quickly they closed things back up. Yeah, so I um, I actually don't live in Juniper West, so I heard about it through, like, the grapevine, and I I couldn't believe that it was basically, like, it it was locked. It was as if, 
all of a sudden, um, I mean, this emergency situation happened. And if there was another emergency situation, it was like we would have had to have waited for it to become unlocked again. I, I was kind of surprised that it didn't stay open at least for a couple of days because mm-hmm. we had first responders up here for a couple of days overnight monitoring the fires. Like I was surprised that it wasn't left open just in case. Like what if it happened again or, you know, something got out of control and uh, it was just immediately locked as if, it didn't as if it was never opened. Yeah, no, I was I was baffled when I heard that that was the case because you'd think yeah. at the very least, while that you mentioned the personnel were up there kind of monitoring things, you would think at least while they were there attending that, that they would keep things open just in case something sparked up because they wouldn't be there unless there was a fear of that happening, right? Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, it was deemed control, which was awesome, but if they're still up here, then there's obviously something that they want to continue monitoring, which is amazing because it makes me feel safe that... We still have that, but a little less safe that they lost the exit right away for Juniper West. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, uh, let's get to some of those longer-term goals that you guys have in mind. Uh, you know, it's not going to happen probably this summer. So what what could be, you know, potentially looked at here down the road? Yeah, so our big long-term ones are the exits. So there are um, the two potential exits right now that are in Juniper West. And, I mean, I know I would love to see those completed um, where it's safe that they can safely exit to the Rose Hill area um, to let them get out if there's the case of emergency. And then also uh, exit for Juniper East. Um, would love to see one that heads down to Highway 1. Again, just as an emergency exit, but all those people that live like up in the Benchlands and Lower Kicking Horse, their only way down is through Highland. So it'd be nice to have that third exit, uh, emergency exit in Juniper also. Well, yeah, Yeah. I mean, these, this is clearly something that's on the top of everyone's mind right now. Um, I'm sure council, if they haven't been in touch with you already, you're going to be, you know, trying to connect with uh, the the Juniper Ridge Community Association, see what your thoughts are and and hopefully have a good dialogue and go from there. Um, But of course, this is about action and not about words because words are only getting you so far and we're all worried about action right now. So uh, yeah, I I guess that's about all I have for now. I guess just happy to see the support that you're getting, not just from within the, the Juniper Ridge community and, and, and those on the Valley View area, but really across the city, I'm seeing a lot of people saying, man, we need to fix this. For sure. And it's so like, I know there's a petition going around right now to uh, get the roads, like those extra roads done. And it's, it's so nice to see that it's not just Juniper, but we have had, you know, some of the council reach out and write letters. And it's so nice that things that it's, you know, moving forward faster. It's unfortunate that, like, this had to happen for mm-hmm. it to go because I know they've been expanding Juniper for a long time. But hopefully this was the the thing that gets the ball rolling to make sure that these get done, like, right away for everyone to ensure that everyone stays safe. Yeah, for sure. Um, Madison, I think that's that's all for now. I'll definitely be interested to follow up with you down the road to see how the community or the, the city itself and, and our, our city council is responding to these kind of requests. But I, I really appreciate your time and, and I'm glad to hear everyone seems to be you know safe and okay right now. And I hope that continues to be the case as we move through this week. Um, and thankfully, we have a little bit of a cooler day here today. But of course, there's always the, the threat of of you know fires popping back up where we're in the season so i'm i'll just leave it at that because i don't want to jinx anything but really appreciate your time here yeah of course thank you so much all right madison cavalier with the juniper ridge community association and uh you know speaking to the need for for better access to be able to get out of valley view to get out of juniper area if a fire like that were to ever occur again and hopefully it doesn't but um well you you know why i'm saying but 
So you heard a refer to the petition that is circulating seeking to improve emergency access in the Juniper Ridge area. Petition at this point in time has almost 5,500 signatures, and that number is just continuing to grow rapidly. And again, that is uh, just noting that there's an inadequate level of emergency egress capacity to support the existing and future population of the Juniper Ridge subdivision in Kamloops. Um, we're looking to July 1st, of course, as, as an example of why things need to be improved. And it goes on to say the city needs to provide proper egress for daily life and emergencies, not ad hoc emergency roads, but proper developed roads to the east, middle, and west are needed to avoid a similar scenario in the future, be it for fire, earthquake, or any other emergency.